how to decide what you should podcast about and how to get your podcast to the top with David Jackson for episode 61. Let's do it. Welcome to the Rebel Growth Podcast. I am Borja Beso, and every week I bring you step-by-step growth and only marketing strategies that you can actually implement in your business to see some results. It's my pleasure to have you here, and let's start with another episode now. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Today's guest is David Jackson from School of Podcasting, and we're going to talk about how to decide what you should podcast about, how to get in the top of iTunes, how to use podcasting as a content marketing strategy, it has, which it has been the best strategy for Rebel Growth. And we're going to give you some tips that will hopefully help you get your podcast out, out there quickly and easily. So without any further ado, let's jump right into the interview with David. David Jackson, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Oh, glad to be here. This should be fun. It will. Every time I, I speak about podcasting, I know it's going to be fun because I love podcasting, obviously. <laughs> so, David, tell me um, how it is that you came to be a podcaster. I think there are a couple different things. I, uh, I, I'm a musician, so I kind of already had my, my way around audio equipment, so it wasn't quite as scary. Um, I also, my background is in teaching, so I'm kind of used to talking in front of groups, although I'm when I grew up, I was painfully shy and just kind of had to work my way through that. And then the other thing, it's somewhat um, creative and it's, there's a little bit of technology involved. So that's really my three, you know, if you want to scratch all my itches, that's it. You know, training, um, technology, and, and creativity, that's, that's a win-win situation. So I had a, um, a friend of mine was a big internet marketer. This was back in 2005. I've been doing it for 10 years. And he came back from a convention and said, hey, I just heard about this new thing. It's going to be awesome. And I'm like, great, what is it? And he goes, podcasting. And I'm like, never heard of it. And I just remember Googling it. And uh, there were almost like maybe a page, maybe a page and a half of returns. There just wasn't much there. And when I finally kind of pieces parted one together, I was like, ooh, this is going to be huge. So uh, that's, that's when the bug bit me. And then the first time I got my first piece of feedback from somebody in Germany so there I was in Ohio, and I have another guy on the other side of the planet listening to my podcast. I was instantly hooked. Yeah, I had a similar experience uh, when I launched my podcast. Uh, the first couple of reviews, I mean, I made sure that I got reviews the first day for the whole, uh, you know, being featured on the new and, and noteworthy hype and all that. But when they actually came, um, it, it feels pretty good for sure. Yeah, I had been uh, creating a newsletter for musicians at the time, and it had a, a decent subscriber base. And I had already, before there was podcasting, I'd started putting the newsletter out as audio. It was just a, you know, there was no way to subscribe to it besides the email list, but you couldn't get the audio that way. And so even just doing that, I started to see where I had a deeper connection with the audience because I went from being you know, words on a page to actually, hey, there's somebody behind the scenes that's actually typing this stuff up. And so when podcasting came along, it was just a natural transition, uh, another way to uh, kind of repurpose my content. Um, you mentioned you were, you are a musician. What kind of musician you are? I'm just curious because I also play music. Oh, yeah, I'm a guitar player. I've been playing um, since I was, yeah. So Me too. I, I started playing guitar when I was 
11 or 12 yeah but yeah but it, it's it's been a while since i actually play yeah i don't play as much as i used to i uh i'm same thing i was in i think it was 10 and uh played all through my my i've played everything from from rock to country to blues to swing i've, I've played it all i think at this point <laughs> so i like to play i just it's the lugging equipment around is the part i don't like so yeah yeah that's right i like to play uh, electric guitar um, yeah, but it's loud. <laughs> I like to play it loud, so that's yeah. A there you go. <laughs> yeah. So David, tell me, tell me something here. Um, when I got, I just, I was just telling you before we started the actual interview uh, how uh, deciding what to podcast about was a problem for me to actually, you know, jump the fence and get started with my podcast. Uh, how did you decide it? What well, I had already about. taken something that I was putting content out. So if you're a blogger and you're using WordPress, you're one plug-in and a microphone away from being a podcaster. Just, t- just take that content and put it out. But I always tell people, you know, what do you like? Uh, you know, are, are there things that you just love to read up about and things like that? That would be a good topic. Um, you know, what are you good at? Are you good at telling stories are you you know and if you're not i've always heard how podcasting has actually helped many people kind of come out of their shell just you know by getting used to organizing a a small little presentation and recording it it actually gives you more confidence and actually makes you a better public speaker uh what are other people saying you're good at because i used to have a bunch of friends that said you know you're you're pretty funny you're you're kind of goofy and things like that so uh they like that but they also said i'm i do different voices, and they always just say, you know, tell me a story, Davey. And uh, that was my brother. Only my brother can call me Davey. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, also you might want to look at what don't you like. That's an easy way to figure out what you're not going to talk about. And for me, I, I look at a podcast as a recipe. And if you get a book of recipes and you open it up and you see there's a, a picture of an apple pie and it's it's a little different spin on the the recipe and I look at it and you look at the ingredients and you go, Ooh, I like that ingredient. I like that ingredient. I like that ingredient. You know, I bet this would be really delicious. There's still only one way to know and that's to bake the pie. And so I hear people go, well, I want to do a podcast and I, I don't know, I want to interview entrepreneurs or I'm going to talk to people about NASCAR or whatever the subject is you want to talk about. And they're like, but I'm not sure if anybody would listen. Well, there's only one way to know and there's only one way to get better at it. The, The first time, you shoot a basket or the first time you go to tie your shoes, you've got to get in and do it and know that you ask any podcaster on the planet about their episode one, they're going to go, ugh, don't listen to that. Because we all get better at at anything that we do over and over and over. And so if you're looking for perfection, I've had people like, oh, I'm waiting for the right music or I'm, I'm, I want to get this or want to do that. And they're they just find another reason, another reason, and another reason to put it off. And I always say, you know, Mark Marin, when he started off, he's a real, uh, at this point, famous and popular podcast. He was actually playing illegal music as his opening music. Um, you could always change it later. He was playing ACDC as his opening theme in the, the very first episodes of his podcast. So it's not something where if you put it out and nobody likes it, well, what if you give somebody a pie and they go, I don't know, a little too salty for me. Okay, well, then you back up the salt. So if you put it out and somebody goes, you know, I like this show, but 
the one segment where you're talking about such and such, I don't know, that doesn't really, I don't know if I care about that. Well, if you get that from enough people, then, you know, maybe you should remove that. Uh, today I was thinking about, I was listening to some of my older episodes. I always like to go back and listen to them after I haven't, you know, heard them in a while. And I used to start off, well, I did back then, I would start off with the latest news. Well, it's fine, except if somebody listens to your show months later, it's it's old news. And I thought, you know, my audience still likes to hear news. I don't know that I'm going to lead off with it anymore because it, it for people that are just discovering my show, it kind of makes it sound dated. And I just thought, you know, there's there's a way I'm going to tweak that recipe. It's not, I'm not going to quit. You know, if you're if you're driving on the turnpike and, you know, you accidentally cut somebody off and they beep at you and they, you know, whatever, they flip you off or whatever, you you don't quit driving the next day because somebody doesn't like your driving. No, you you tweak your driving and you you learn from things and you, you look at it and go, yeah, maybe I should look over my shoulder more often when I uh, do that. So, you know, um, but you do need that passion. A lot of people talk about passion. And the reason for that is it sounds like a lot, but I, I did a, a article once and I said there are 27 steps to get you into iTunes. And some of them are very easy. Like I have to come up with my topic. Uh, I have to come up with a name. You know, I have to figure out, am I going to have a, a co-host or is it going to be me flying solo? You know, I have to get artwork, things like that. And the good news is once you get through those 27 steps, it's like eight steps after that to record a single episode. So once you get over that hump, it actually gets much easier. And that's why you need that passion because when you first start, it's going to be new. And anytime you do anything new, you, you know, you're missing all those tips and tricks and things like that. And so it's a little harder than it is when you do it a month later and you're like, oh, yeah, I've been there, done that. It's a piece of cake and you got it. So, you know, that passion helps you push through. And the fact that when you first start out, you know, we all, every single podcaster starts with zero downloads. And so when you put that first episode out, some of us get single digit downloads, some of us get double digit, some get triple digit. You know, it's it's going to go up as time goes forward. But, you know, it seems like you you took all these steps to get it out and then there's very little audience. Well, that's fine. When your audience finds your show and they go, wow, I feel like this person is just talking to me. Well, birds of a feather flock together and they will go find their friends and tell their friends. And that's where the download numbers uh, start to grow. Yeah. If I could go, go back uh, a year or two ago when I actually, when I started to think about starting a podcast, I already had a blog, uh, a two year old blog. Mm -hmm. By the time I started thinking about starting a podcast, that would go along with the blog, the Rebel Growth uh, Podcast. Um, I would tell myself, just do it. There's always time to to pivot and change and shift things around, which is what we're, what we're talking about. It, it, talking about if you don't like the salt on, on your pie, well, just maybe try adding less salt. You know, uh, just do it. Don't yeah, overthink I it. Uh, Grammar Girl, her her real name is Mignon Fogarty. She's been on the Oprah Winfrey show when there was an Oprah Winfrey show. And most people know her as Grammar Girl. A lot of people don't realize that's her second podcast. She started off with a podcast about science and it took a lot of work to do and it wasn't very fun. And so she quit. But through that experience, she learned what she did want to talk about, what she thought was fun, what she could do quickly, what resonated with people. But if she had never done that first podcast, you know, she might be sitting there thinking, well, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Well, she just jumped in and tried something and crossed that off her bucket list. Okay, I know what, I don't want to do a podcast about science. I can put that one on sleep. Yeah. Let's try this one. Yeah. So one thing, one thing that it, one thing that I think it's important to know when you're starting a podcast, you know, 
order to decide what you're going to podcast about is why you're going to do it. Yeah. So yeah, I, what, what are th some things that you think people uh, might want to start a podcast for? Sure. In some cases, because uh, I know a lot of us are using it to, to boost a business or help us build a community. But I know there are a lot of people that just do it because they are separated from their family and friends. Maybe people have moved. And I have a friend of mine that just contacted me and said, hey, uh, you know, me and my brothers get together every Sunday night because we all love Formula One racing. And we get on Skype. We talk about Formula One racing. We're going to put it out as a podcast. So for them, it's just connecting with old friends, and it's fun, and they could care less if it makes money because there are plenty of hobbies that cost money like golfing and bowling and things like that. So for them to put out 20 bucks a month to make a podcast, it's just as much, if not cheaper, than many other. But there are great things that you can be seen as an expert. I do a podcast about uh, weight loss called the Logical Weight Loss Podcast because I've, I've been trying to lose weight. I'm actually doing it now, which is great. But I get these extremely, you know, medical kind of questions, even though I say at the very beginning of the show, I'm not a doctor and I'm not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. But people see me as an, uh, an expert. I've been asked to speak at different events for uh, musicians, for podcasters and things like that. Um, I got to serve as the director of the New Media Expo for podcasting. And the reason I got that job is the guy that was um, – you know, the, the head of the New Media Expo went to some industry leaders and said, who do you think we should get to fill this spot? And they all said one name, and it was mine. And the reason for that is they all listened to my show. So it's a, a way to get your, your name out there. It's a way to be seen as an expert. It's a way to boost sales. So if you have a product, uh, you don't want to make it a giant commercial, but you can what, – what you do is when you deliver value – then people are like, wow, this is this person is helping me, and now they they trust you. And if you can create uh, a podcast on a regular schedule, whatever it is, weekly or biweekly or monthly or whatever, then you're seen as consistent and reliable, and now they can work you into their um, daily schedule or weekly schedule. I have people tell me, Dave, you're with me every Monday on the way to work. So now they, they're looking forward to, to hearing from you again. You're a trusted source so that if you have a product – or if you, uh, you can make money through affiliate sales, if you recommend a product. So you can be seen as an expert, and then you develop that trust. And what you do with that trust is really up to you. If you want to promote a, a product and service that you have or somebody else's, or maybe you just want to find like-minded people. There are plenty of people that are just trying to build a community because they have a cause that they're trying to uh, get the word out. I have a person now that uh, just signed up at the School of Podcasting, and he is all about germs, and he wants to get a bill signed so that there are new standards for cleanliness in bathrooms. And I'm like, and so his whole goal is I, he wants to find other people that feel the same way he does. And so he's going to go out and do that. So there are all sorts of different ways that, uh, you know, different reasons to do that. And, you know, like I said, some people do it because they want to practice their, their, uh, their speeches or they want to, you know, public speaking and things like that. So there are all sorts of different reasons. Yeah, that's true. So David, um, any place we can send people to, to learn more about what it is I have to say about podcasting and what sure. it is that you teach. Yeah. Uh, I did an episode very similar to, to kind of what we're talking about here at school of podcasting.com slash four, eight, five. That's episode number four, eight, five, or you can just go to school of podcasting.com. All my episodes are there. Wonderful, David. Well, Dave, uh, thank you so much for coming on board. I hope to have you again for another episode on podcasting in the future. Um, take care, man. I really, really appreciate it.
Oh, anytime. Uh, would love to uh, to come back, and thank you so much. Thank you. All right, I hope you took a lot of notes. I hope you enjoyed that interview with David. Thank you so much for listening. For everything mentioned in this show, head on over to rebelgrowth.com forward slash episode 61. Now go out, implement, launch your podcast, and keep on growing. Thank <laughs> you.